who doesn't size. We all go a little mad sometimes. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? You're gonna need a bigger boat. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I'll play again. Did you know I'm utterly insane? I'm just gonna bash you. What's blood for? Is not for shedding. Welcome to 31 Days of Horror Movies 2021. I'm your host, Sam Johnston. And with me again, we got Adam and Leslie. Hello. What's up? We back. Oh. We We back. Mm -hmm. The movie that we are reviewing on day eight is Friday the 13th Part 2, 1981, directed by Steve Miner and written by Ron Kurz. Mrs. Voorhees is dead. And Camp Crystal Lake is shut down. But a camp next to the infamous place is stalked by an unknown assailant. Who could it be? Who could that be? Let's put a camp right next that there. That is the stupidest thing. Why? You know, I mean, they already have the infrastructure kind of there. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just put a camp right next to Camp Blood. Yeah. You know? It just reminds me of SpongeBob. It's just like, why don't we just move the city somewhere else? Mm-hmm. It's like literally... This is an interesting one because neither of you have seen the first one, right? Uh, which um, they do give a little wrap up, which is a thing <laughs> they do a, a, a thing that they do in these movies. Really? Yeah, it's like, and even in the next one, you get this previously on that spends like ten minutes, yeah, it was like 10 15, to fifteen minutes, minutes wow. before even the credits, before uh, the credits, like the di- like the title and everything. You saw everything that happened Mm -hmm. in the first one Mm -hmm. and they straight up used the footage from the first like that movie was 85 minutes and 15 of that of that was (laughs) the first from the first movie (laughs) so they they really had like 60 minutes yeah yeah one of the things i keep coming to the movie is like what did these people do wrong where's Mm. the where's the as you were saying yesterday the man reaching into the hole pulling out something that he doesn't understand um really doesn't seem like they did much wrong other than building next door to the murder camp. Yeah. Which that wasn't their fault. Yeah, the no. people like got killed in the movie, that wasn't their choice. Yeah. It was something beyond their control that a lot of these movies don't do this well, but I think what made what makes this movie stand out is all the characters actually kind of like are interesting. Like they all have their own personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they have something going on beyond just sexy teams, whatever. Like, we have that goofy <laughs> character mm-hmm. that's making jokes the like whole time. Ratatouille guy. Yeah, Ratatouille guy. Murdered. And he doesn't no, kill the end. I, I like, I like the only that one. We got the guy in the wheelchair, Mark, who's yeah. like, um, he's like talking about how he's, the doctors say he's going to be paralyzed, but he's like, I don't believe that. I'm going to train. Like, they I, give him like yeah. that kind of backstory and motivation. Mm-hmm. The main character herself, Ginny, is... Um, from the top, just like very independent, very, mm-hmm. very much says exactly what's on her mind. Um, isn't afraid to challenge uh, Paul Holt's Paul Holt, Paul Holt. Paul Holt. Uh, authority. And she was also a psych, uh, child psychologist, yeah, mm-hmm. which ultimately saved her in the end. Mm-hmm. This movie spends a lot of time in the eyes of Jason. Yes. A lot of a lot of going through woods peeking around corners, mm-hmm. this very voyeur, watching them, analyzing them. It's... I love I love that. Just like, you know, because we get to step into his shoes and then you just see the hand moving things. Um, and I thought that was really cool and very effective because mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden I'm being put into this position and I'm like, 
no, I don't want them to die. But then they do stupid shit. And I'm just like, I can't root for you because you're a dumbass. <laughs> like, why are you hiding there? <laughs> I mean, he basically is invincible in this movie. And like his only, the only no, time he true. fails is when the world around him kind of fails him a little bit. Yeah. Um, in, in a certain sense. Because he, he definitely is in his element, the woods, um, and murdering. Um, and he, like, uh, the like when the chair breaks beneath him, that's oh. when he fails. Or when, like, yeah. um, the roof caves in. The roof caves in on the car. And, and like, those are moments where, like, um, things, I guess, that he's not as used to, like, like society things, like cars and chairs. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe he doesn't really know his way around a chair is all well, I'm he, saying. Yeah. The, the music in this movie is very effective and the, the sounds mm -hmm. like you get the Fucking like yeah. Yeah, it's very stringy. It sounded like the psycho theme. There's like yeah. ee, 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 ee. like and it, it's like and it felt like yeah, it felt like we were being pursued. It yeah. felt like someone was chasing us. That music was very um driving. Yeah. yeah really building the suspense and really making you wait it out until you actually see him. Vicky's coming in and it's lightning going off in the background. Mm -hmm. And then she's like slowly going up the stairs. And then you think she's going to discover the bodies, but Jason just yes. right, right at the camera. Yeah. And she screams right into the camera too. It's yeah. very like, and there was a couple of moments where there right at like the beginning, five. Right yeah. the beginning too, like straight up, face at camera filling the frame or like anyone coming up from the bottom of the frame as if like a sort of a jump scare as yeah. well it's just like this this very very close to the camera suddenly like everything on everything that is taking up the frame is this person because you can't escape him yeah he literally is filling our view and we can't escape just like they can't escape him it's, we can't escape jason the first scene that we get of somebody breaking the fourth wall is the first counselor mm -hmm. we're at her space um and i really like that shot where we're just seeing the end of the hallway when she's in her bedroom taking off her clothes to go to the shower and i thought it was going to be a very psycho type of uh jump scare where we're we're jason we're waiting for her she doesn't see him because no one fucking sees him somehow um, and then she gets into the shower. We're going straight to the fucking curtain. And then she just fucking pulls it and just stares at you. Is he the protagonist of the movie? Like, so much of the movie feels like we're in his point of view. So yeah. much of every conversation is about him. Like, I guess maybe it's still the line of, like, come the third movie, perhaps he is the protagonist. But in this movie, it's still, like... He's the antagonist. He's the kind of like that that monster that's coming for you. Yes. But the the idea of like a protagonist can't die, right? It's like really hard to kill a protagonist because plot wise, they still need to be doing the things mm -hmm. to keep the plot going. He's the one making the plot happen. Mm -hmm. He's the one like, doing the chopping up, making yeah. salad. Because like that voice in his head telling him to kill his mom. So it's like, I think he's literally only just doing it for her. Good. Well, it was really interesting talking about going back to that bar scene. There's this one. There's that one conversation that pretty much sets up how this movie is going to end, where Ginny is talking about her theory about Jason, and she's because she is a child psychologist. She's trying to analyze him and look at him as like 
as more than just this legend or scary story as an actual person. Like she says, like, I'm serious about this. And her theory is pretty much goes to he's just waiting for the return of his mother. He's waiting for, I think she says, waiting for his mother's resurrection. Yeah. That is his, he just wants his mom to come back. So the more he kills, the more he hopes. Oh, yeah, there's the line, too, where it says uh, killing is like a cry for help. It's a cry for help. Yeah, he he doesn't know how else to express his pain. The killing with the girl that used the perfume Mm -hmm. um, and how they said don't use perfume if you're a woman Mm -hmm. because it attracts the bears. And I think it's in a sense like the perfume might remind Jason of his mom Mm -hmm. in a sense. So to me, that was a more personable, personal kill because the other ones were quick. And then with hers was like that shot where we're coming towards her with a kitchen knife. Yeah. And it is so slow. And then we just like stab her. Um, And then we stay on her. And we stay on her. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do that with anybody else. No. They, They just like die quickly. And that too is like the first, that's the first moment that we see him. Mm-hmm. Too. So you're right. It's it becomes so much more personal for the audience too because we're like, oh my god, we just saw him. Now we we see him now, and now he's yeah, we see slowly him. coming at us with this knife. They, everyone goes to the bar, and mm-hmm. then everyone's dying. Yeah, you everybody got, that stayed there. Yeah, you got the 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 hanging guy, and then um, the skinny dipping girl right away. Boom, gone. We don't even see how she... Oh, she's just... At the end, she's laying on the pile. Yeah, yeah. you don't see bodies. her, though. Yeah, she yeah. discovers the guy hanging and then turns around and, again, straight into the camera. Straight into the camera. Uh, screams. Yeah. We know what happened. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, like, she's not even bloody. Yeah. No. Happened to her. Yeah. Like they a little slash right here. They couldn't have put, like, a little blood on her face or something. Something. They brought a dog, Muffins, to the campsite. And what I realize is that the usage of cats is a more foreboding kind of warning type of thing uh, to like warn us and the characters like, hey, something's coming. But the dog was always like sweet, even towards the end when we realized that it's not dead mm-hmm. and it was full of hope. Mm-hmm. There's a lovely like soundtrack in the back of just like, hey, we made it through. But obviously that didn't happen because cats are omens yes. of like bad luck uh coming and dogs are like like pure innocence um and and very trusting the dog does come up to jason it does it does yeah like, and he doesn't kill it he, and it's like, not barking yeah. it's not you know trying to bite him it's just really like hey hi so that's what i took from this movie too immediately you get the first jump scare, pops out of the window, or, like, gets through the window, and then she asks, like, are you hungry? And then that's when Jason stabs her, like, mm. hey, he is hungry for revenge, mm-hmm. he is coming. Mm-hmm. After the credits sequence, they it's, like, the two people in the big monster truck thing, and they're like, woo! And they go, like, to the phone, and they call up their friend there, and then the t- they're uh, the guy who I'm assuming was in the first movie. And he did the exact same thing. Yeah, you're yeah. going to die. You're all doomed. You're doomed. And um, it, it's a trope of the uh, form. Um, and it makes me, like, 
Like I know they're using it here already as a trope, um, and I and I wonder we haven't seen that trope in the previous movies that we watched. We hadn't seen a person come up to the characters and say, "You're gonna die. Don't do this yeah. because you're gonna die." Yeah. Do you think that that kind of goes back to why they're ultimately? get killed i mean it's kind of this idea of ignorance you know mm-hmm. and they literally are told to their faces that you're doomed you're gonna die and yet they still go towards mm-hmm. it yes for any normal person that just seems like this is a crazy person mm-hmm. whatever but it's kind of just this idea of you were warned but you still went through with it you mm-hmm. still went towards the danger yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that he can like shift like uh, uh, turn into trees so then you can like hide among them because mm-hmm. there were definitely some scenes where he's just like to us behind the the tree mm-hmm. and then these two people are literally coming around the tree and then he like, pops out he's like, how did you not see him how did right. you not see him he was right there he would have been right there he said know. hi to you yeah. <laughs> hello <laughs> I'll see you later it does kind of tie into this idea of ignorance like he's literally right there, yeah. and there's t- there's there's plenty of times when oh God, we're yeah. in the POV of Jason and character. And he's watching characters, and they like hear something, and they look out, and it looks like they're looking like right right at, at the it. camera. Yeah, and you're like, how can you not see him? And but they're still ignorant. You know, mm-hmm. they're still. I honestly hated Paul. I thought he was like the worst character. Paul, so. he was just like he like was trying to be this like cool like leader of these kids but he honestly was to me like an extremely irresponsible mm-hmm. adult mm-hmm. he took them all out drinking he left his car with them to drive home drunk he's as much of a kid as they are yeah but he's supposed to be the one who is responsible and um controlling them but mm-hmm. he is not he doesn't i'm not even sure what he cares about honestly just Ginny. Just Jenny. Kind of, when she's there. Kind of. Yeah, Is that is a good question. I'm not sure what he cares about either. And the whole time you're like, you get the feeling that Ginny is the survivor. She's the one who's going to make it through this. And you're just waiting for Paul to get killed and get yeah, out of go. her way. Yeah. Because he's just telling her everything's fine. It, he she's sees like, a bed What's going on? Blood. Nothing. Nothing's happening. Nothing. Everything's normal. That is that was so good. <laughs> nothing. What what's going on? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. The lights just went out and there's a bed full of blood. Yeah. But nothing's going on. Nothing. Nothing's going on. Nothing. That was actually right after they discovered yeah. that uh bed of blood. That was actually I thought kind of a creepy scene when the lights go out and Paul is like in the corner trying mm-hmm. to get something mm-hmm. and Ginny is just like standing on the other side of the room and there's a lot of heavy shadows and she just like quietly says, there's someone in this room. Yeah. There's someone in this room. He just yeah, stands. Yeah. It's like creepy. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. my God. There's... Rose from the shadows. He was yeah. standing there the whole time. Paul gets knocked out because he's just sucks. And um, <laughs> they wrestled. They wrestled. As well. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Paul, you wrestled. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Ginny's pretty much on her own. Yeah. Yep. Very quickly, this movie becomes, we're down to the final girl. Yeah. This is it. Um, and she, we have that great scene of her in the bathroom where she thinks she's safe and she's re- reaching for the 
the window and then he comes straight through. Yeah. That's awesome. That, that was, was the big scream from Leslie. That was the big scream. I mean, I knew it was going to happen too, but it took its time to get there. It was because she was like yeah. trying to like grab onto this door and she's like, okay, how am I going to open that window and hold on to this? Uh-huh. And then she finally lets go. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh shit. Well, it's either going to come out here or there. Um, mm-hmm. And immediately, yeah, yeah, I thought that was gonna take a little bit more time, and it did. She quickly has to become the survivor. She quickly has to. She's going through. Um, she's learning. She's uh, testing things in these moments, and then learning from them. She's learning that Jason is gonna come through those windows. Mm-hmm. She's, she's learning how he moves. She then starts to fight back a little bit. She escapes that house. And then hides in that bush, and you immediately are like, "That's the stupidest hiding place you could have gone." And oh really God. was. She literally but then just she went comes. The corner. She yeah. comes out and kicks him in the kicks balls. She, pulls, she doesn't just hide. She pulls a, a him. She pulls a yeah. Jason on it, like I'm coming from be, behind a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then bam. Um, she starts learning the psychology. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just like her trying to like outwin him with physical like muscles and stuff, but she's like, "Oh damn!" Like he's a troubled person. We know she's smart. Yeah. We know she's, she's strategic and and she's analytical. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's and a empathetic. Yeah, and that does all the things. She runs deeper and deeper, deeper into the woods, and she gets the Jason Shack, which is kind of the heart and truth of him. Is his heart? Yeah, it's it's his home that he's made, and in his home he has the thing that he loves the most, which mm-hmm. is his mother. Just her head, just her head, her head and her sweater. Yeah, Yeah. Uh which probably still has a little, little mom scent on it. Yeah, definitely a little mom blood. And she like decides, all right, I'm gonna put the sweater on. But he sees his mom's head. You're not mom, and then he blocks it. Mm -hmm. Great block. And then great block, great Great counter. She lost her weapon there. And then who fucking walks in? But freaking. Paul, Paul, I thought he got wrestled to death. I was hoping he did. No. Wrestled to death. Freaking yeah. Paul yeah. comes in, and what does he do? Fucking wrestles him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> More wrestling with Paul. Was... Eventually, uh, Ginny gets uh, the machete again, though. Yeah. And we're like, go, oh, do something, help him out. And, and very right much mirroring, mirroring the first, when Mrs. Voorhees gets killed, of that mm-hmm. slow motion head lob off, she also has a very <laughs> slow motion pack to yeah. pretty much his heart they get back to their cabin and we have this another fake out moment yeah. of that the, they hear something at the door mm-hmm. and they're both revving themselves up and they open it and who is it it's muffin muffin, muffin survives. Yeah, theme, like, yeah. yeah a cute little song yeah the music swells and we're like oh okay mm-hmm. at least the dog survived yeah like, ah! Ah! <laughs> and you see his face. Yeah. Big yeah. reveal, yeah. you see his face. Which I is, was very um, happy about that. Pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Pretty it, was... it was a fun ride. I had a fun, I had a fun time. Adam, Leslie, thank you again so much for being here. Mm-hmm. Please you plug yourself. Having... You can find me uh, at, or check out my podcast, season three, episode four, on wherever you can find podcasts. Awesome. Uh, still Instagram only at Color Me Leslie. And you can find me at Beep Beep Richie T and check out Playground Social, which is the studio that we are shooting this at right here, right now. Hey, y'all. Thank you again for doing this. And as always, 
Let's get spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Kill, 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 k